tonight. We're at Think and Drink with the Extinct at the Natural History Museum. Uh, it's the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is April. And this is Kate. And you're listening to Cleveland Potholes. On this episode, we visit the Cleveland Natural History Museum. Nope. What is it, Kate? <laughs> the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. I swear I always mess it up. <laughs> and we did the event Think, Drink with the Extinct. Think and Drink with the Extinct. It's like I the hardest names. Try to say that five times fast <laughs> because I apparently can't. I struggled while we were there. I'm struggling like right now. Um, so anyway, it is a fun event though. I can't get the name yeah. right. Kate can. So Well, sometimes. Mm. But yeah, it's super fun. I've been to a couple of them before this. Had you been to any before this? Yes, I had. Yeah. It wasn't as intense or as many people. I think this was a good event because it was interactive. Yeah. You could walk around. You're solving a mystery. The other one I went to, it was more or less information about different species. And if you wanted to talk to someone, they could give you information about that particular species. And it was themed. Okay. All I remember are these like, little bacteria that swim in the water that look like bears. That was the whole That's theme. what you came away with? From yes, I did. Oh, and then we did talk to another employee who was telling us about really cool birds that yeah. were extinct, and that was and there's apparently a magazine all about extinct bir- birds. Yeah, and you can be featured in it. For that their, is the nichest magazine ever. I don't know, but like that's what I remember, and that's what I remember about the event. It was so cool. You guys would walk around yeah. and see what you wanted to, and then we visited the. Um, What's the thing to see the stars? The planetarium. Yeah, uh, we visited the planetarium, although I did kind of take a nap at the end. It was really calm. Can I just say, I've never been in the planetarium and not, like, accidentally fallen asleep. Not because it's not interesting, just because, yeah, it's so calm. Like, it's dark, you're kind of laying back. Right, they tell you to lay back and then, like, look at the stars yeah. and they're explaining things. And by the time you get, like, there's music in the background, it's literally a lullaby. It is. Like, you're there, and you're like, this is so interesting. And then next thing you know, you're asleep, and you're like, I missed the last. Just install, like, a planetarium in my house so that I can just fall they, asleep so easily every night. You know they have those, right? Shut up, really? Yeah, on Amazon. You can get stars. You can either get, like... Oh, the thing that puts this... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it spins. They have, like, the really cheap one for kids, but if you want to be really fancy, there's, like, a $100 one. Hmm. But it is really cool, because you can adjust the clouds. This has nothing to do no. with... Digress, digress. But if you are looking for a really cool, like, starlight, Ari has one. It's literally the best thing ever. Um, speaking of Ari. Yeah, speaking of Ari. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Ari came with us. So did Jen, our photographer. She kind of comes with us everywhere. But Ari came with us, and Ari is April's, like, BFF. That's true. And she's the one that came up with the name Cleveland Potholes. But you have to wait to the end of the episode to hear... How it got its name. That's like our mystery within the mystery. Right. Exactly. Because this think and drink with the extinct, did it? Boom. <laughs> event was a murder mystery. So um, they had like the murder victim who was a stuffed animal named Stuffy. Mm. Um, and they had like boards with suspects and clues and evidence and like toxicology reports. And it was 
super fun and very involved. Very official. Yes, very official. You know, like you, the blood types mm-hmm. and this the scene set up where like he died with the tape and um, all could, the portfolios of all the suspects who may or may not have committed the crime. And you could interview the detectives and sometimes interview the suspects. Yep. And also there was a random thing where if you found a cheeseburger, you got a prize or something. I wasn't really sure what that was about, but we did not find a cheeseburger. <laughs> we did not find a cheeseburger. <laughs> they also had tables set up so you can hear about the different plants that oh, yeah. supposedly killed him. We don't know because they find the toxins in his blood. We don't know if that was the true cause of death. So the um, one of the organizers of the event gave us a little spiel about what we were going to be doing so we can listen to her to get a better idea about the event. A murder has occurred at the museum tonight and we need your help to solve it. The first thing you're going to do, you're going to go straight down there, follow the signs that say crime scene on them. Down there, you're going to find the crime scene, write down some observations, see what you can learn. There's also a detective down there. Ask them questions, see what you can find out about what happened that night. Once you're done there, you're sort of on your own to wander around the museum. There are tables like this set up on this floor and downstairs. Their locations are located on the bottom of your sheet here. Make sure you visit all of them because some of them are going to have clues on them. As you find some of the clues, use the back here to start narrowing down your suspect pool. You're going to learn things that are specialties about certain suspects. They're listed here on the front. They are also here in the museum. They've got big white name tags on. You'll be able to find them in the location that is listed next to their name here. Talk to them, question them, see what you can find out. So we're off to interview people, check out the crime scene, but also get stopped a bunch of times because people are wondering why I have a portable recorder. They're not sure what it is. And they're like, are you official? Are you a detective? Are you a reporter? Like, all these well, questions. We use that, too, to like try to get extra information about the mystery. Like, We wanted more clues. Like, If you're going to come up to us and ask us that, That's true. we want to know what you know. Exactly. <laughs> and we had it on tape. <laughs> so we, had, we recorded all of our investigation and uh, take a listen to our amazing detective skills quotations on the amazing detective skills. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. (laughs) It really wasn't. We are now approaching the murder scene. We have our suspects, and we have our victim. I'm going to say the scale of the chalk outline doesn't seem correct, based on prior information. (laughs) No? You think they fluffed it? Yeah, it's not. I mean, I think there's some shoddy police work here. Blood around the head. Oh. oh, so it's a head wound. Either, okay, so... It's either blood or vomit. Not oh, blood or vomit. So, clues. It could have been a gunshot to the head or a shock to the head. Blunt wound. Blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma. There we go. <laughs> These are our theories. There's a rock. On our victim. <laughs> Is there blood on the Uh-oh. Rock? Who? Wait, who There's did... a sign on that door that says, Top screen hemlock found in blood. We are now, we're at the... Hemlock found in blood. Hemlock's plant, right? I don't know. It's... Okay. If I'm remembering my science fiction correctly, (laughs) 
Notice the second word. Hemlock is either something that used to, that was supposedly killed vampires or werewolves. I'm just saying. I or feel like I've heard that. Or stuffed animals. animals. And our victim is a stuffed animal. So the, the evidence against the botany woman is adding up here. So botany, but could have teamed up with late night intern who works yeah. long hours, who started right. in December with our victim. Also, education person probably knows a lot about everything, so... Right. Could be a team effort. Whoa, that's terrible. But also, I'm not oh. an education person, and I know what Hemlock is, so... We need to figure out if any of the suspects <laughs> were science fiction fans, really. Is there is, there it is. True. We can also Google. Google. Detective. Yeah. Is that vomit or blood? This is blood. Okay. Oh. I thought you were recording me, and I was like, that's pretty I am. Legit. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a podcast. This is real. You're so legit. I yeah. What's also number three? We're trying to get our clues. Um, so number three is a bag of hemlock, and then number four is a bag of arrowheads. Okay, arrowheads. Was he dead? Um, the body was found by fellow museum employees early this morning, who then called the EMT. Um, I, I cannot reveal their names at this time. Oh, was the hemlock found on him or by him? Just, it, it was found, everything was found as you see it, um, so it was in that bag. Okay. And so, what's your name, Detective? Uh, Detective Armelli. Got it. And if you want, there is a board of suspects um, over here. And then we have the coroner's office behind me, and she's looking into doing an autopsy on Stuffy. Perfect. So you can get more information. You just take it, and he's just like, I'm going to eat this, and he dies? Maybe he, like, does Fell Stuffy off. look like the type of person that would kill himself? No, he looks fluffy. He has a heart tattooed on him. Right. Not Come into, on. Not into drugs. Not into drugs. Not into drugs. No. We're eliminating that it was... He was, he was a big supporter suicide. of D.A.R.E. So, guys, we got Julia down here. She's on the suspect list. She's at the table. Serious. Yeah, wasn't Julia Swanson suspect? Go to the list. Yes. Yeah. Okay. At the table. The plot thickens. Well, dun, you're dun, just going to have to listen. So, maybe, okay, maybe the list of... Maybe the list of poisonous plants is a distraction, and you really have to listen to what the suspect is saying rather than looking at what she's like trying to distract is that when solving a murder, you should listen to what the suspect says. I'm just saying, don't go all CSI holding up like things to the light and staring at it for 20 minutes and thinking you discovered something. Listen to people. Because in the first five minutes of the show, you already know who the killer is. That's true. We might need to stop treating this as if it's a television show, though. Um, I think that's the only way to treat this. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe. Bailed on me. No, we went to go get the cheeseburger. Are you staying there listening, listening for Julius? Okay. Okay. So we have um, two so separate messages. But I got information from Kelly. I okay. ran into my one of my friends from law school, Kelly. Yeah. And she oh. said that the blood type was AB positive. Wait, AB positive? Ari wrote that? Oh, you have the picture. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, like, part of it was Stuffy's blood, but, like, also part of it was suspects. Like, Stuffy's blood type comes into it, too. Okay. Well, Stuffy is AB positive. Okay, so that was his blood. I asked what the symptoms of hemlock poisoning were, and she said, uh, you know, the time of the timing of how fast it will act depends on how much you consume. But she said it can... Um, lead to paralysis, confusion, death, 
he died. Yeah. <laughs> so there we got that. He fell down the stairs, and right? oh yeah, he had fallen down the so stairs. Been dizzy, and, and he then... was confused. And then also trouble breathing. Um, I but I missed it. Doesn't I mean I missed that part? I'm not sure if he was having trouble breathing, but he wasn't acting himself, and he was a bit confused. And then he uh, soon died. We've completed. The murder mystery. The investigation. The inve- yeah, right. If we were going to go with the terms, as yeah. if this is a crime. We completed the investigation of the murder of Stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our guesses on who our actual suspect is. Or, or murderer is. Yeah, who our murderer suspect is. I will say that I kind of stopped paying attention like halfway through the evening and just started <laughs> was just chit-chatting and having fun and you know still learning things but I wasn't exactly tracking my evidence so my you know thoughts on who would the murderer was might have been just more of a guess and my guess was I went off of she worked late and she was young and so I assumed that maybe she killed him but I also kind of stopped <laughs> Taking notes. Ari did a really great job. Ari was official. Yeah, Ari was really official about... She was in it. She was in it to win it. She's like, well, this and this facts and this facts. And yeah, I mean, it was really cool to talk to everybody and see everything. But definitely was chit-chatting and mingling versus... Might have taken a time out to do like some Instagrams with the dinosaur bones. (laughs) Yeah, the important things. Like, yeah, do we need notes on actually who, who killed... Stuffy. stuffy. Poor Stuffy. Yeah. We, we didn't do a good job trying to figure out who his murderer was. We should not be criminal investigators. Really, yeah. So the determined. moral of this story is Kate and I cannot <laughs> go into solving murder mysteries in Cleveland. That's not on our, you know, to-do list for the future. But here, from everyone that we met, is the list of suspects. Or the list of who people thought were responsible for the murder from the list of suspects. Right. I'm calling it. So your guess is who? My guess is Erica Prange, because the blood test results came in at 6.30. Her blood type is A positive, which was found on the, on the victim's body. And she was Stuffy's boss, so she would have been around at the time, or near the time that he was found. The other person who had A positive blood worked weird hours, so I'm ruling her out. And there you have it, folks. Ariana Cristo's view on who? Yeah, what's your guess? My guess is... I guess Ashley's, but after hearing your verdict, I should probably choose Erica. I was just like, she worked late hours. It had to have been her, right? I think it's either either Erica or it was a tragic accident. And he accidentally dosed himself with hemlock and fell down the stairs. And a hemlock. So my theory theory is also a terrible accident or plot twist. He's a stuffed thing and technically cannot die. And this is all a big fucking joke. (laughs) (laughs) And there's Genevieve Comey's answer to the murder mystery. Constant cynic and unwillingness to play her part in... To play along in the shenanigans. Always a realist, right? Oh, well... We got a we got a volunteer. What? Tell us what's your name? My name is Caleb. Caleb. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the event? I think it's awesome. I think it's very educational. It's very informative and it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't did it. What's your guess? Oh, I didn't do the murder mystery, but my friends did it. <laughs> so what's their guess? Oh, uh, I think Ashley did it. See, see, no. now we're, we're probably wrong now. 
We think it's Erica. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. you guys are probably wrong. <laughs> Based on the clues I've gathered so far, yeah. I think Ashley did it. Yeah. And they're just me saying, you know, this is independent news. It's my opinion. So it turns out we were all wrong, and the murderer was. Dun, dun, dun. Beth. What? What? Mind blown. And according to the Cleveland Museum of Natural History's Facebook page, which is always where you find details of a murder investigation, <laughs> her motive was that cl- Stuffy's clumsy and spacey behavior from the hemlock poisoning would take him out of the running for a full-time position at the end of his internship. But she gave him too big a dose of the hemlock, and then he died. Mm. So... Beth is the culprit, and we all are terrible detectives. Yeah. Poor Stuffy. Poor Stuffy. R.I.P. And the moment you've been waiting for, Kate, drumroll. Why are we named Cleveland Potholes? Do, do, do. Ariana Crystal gives us the lowdown. My at-the-time boyfriend, who's now my husband, he gifted me our first Valentine's Day with a uh, cast iron skillet and that's how it kind of all started so you know as April said we'd have these long nights out together and uh, (laughs) we'd come home we'd be so hungry but nothing was open and no places were serving food you know late at night but we always had potatoes from the local farmer's market. We always had onions from the local farmer's market. And, of course, we always had our fresh eggs. So we, we would, every weekend, we would whip up this wonderful pot in the cast iron skillet. It was just butter and potatoes and onions. And you'd crack the eggs right over on top. And maybe if we had the right stuff, we'd throw in bacon or whatever local... Uh, or the ramps. Remember when the ramps? The ramps. Um, so it all, yeah, whatever was in season at the time, we would just kind of throw in the pot. And we knew, you know, we had it so many times that, you know, it was like we had to come up with a name for this. What do, what do we call this? Tradition. Yeah. And we look at it, and it's just kind of this rugged cruddy looking pot of just you know flaky you know crispy potatoes and then you have an open hole where you pour this egg and it was kind of lumpy and so it looked like you know the roads of Cleveland and (laughs) just lumpy and uneven a little crispy a little you know but you could eat it and it was edible (laughs) it was this was edible and so that's how we gave it the name Cleveland Potholes and it was that way ever since. And, and then after that time, you know, every weekend it was, oh, we need Cleveland potholes, oh, we need Cleveland potholes. And it was so delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rough around the edges, but But delicious yeah. going down, yeah. And, yeah. and that's, was, yeah. that's the mystery. It was yeah. everything you needed after a long night of celebrating. Exactly. Yeah. And therefore, the name <laughs> Cleveland Potholes was born. And it's a podcast name. So if you're interested in attending the Think and Drink with the Extinct, look, guys, I got it right this time. (laughs) It's every third Wednesday of each month at the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Ari for being our special guest and showing us around the Cleveland Museum of Natural History that she knows so well, and also for telling us the story of the origin of the name Cleveland Potholes. It was super exciting. Thank you to Jen for being our photographer. Thanks to all the random people that we bumped into who like agreed to talk to us on the record. It was kind of unnerving that that many people were willing to be recorded. Um, <laughs> also, reminder, our hashtag that we've been using is hashtag PatchCLE. Um, we are patching Cleveland's potholes one story at a time. You can find out more information about us at our website, Cleveland Potholes. Com. Use the hashtag, check out the website, um, tell us your story, tell us the places that you want to hang out in Cleveland, and check out our Instagram, it's at CLE underscore potholes, and remember, there's, there's always, always next year. year.